The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning space offering more than 20,000 courses online. I am currently using the platform to learn a multitude of services. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering the Skinny Confidential him and her listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. Hard to beat that. To start your two months now that's skillshare.com slash skinny again go to skillshare.com slash skinny start learning enjoy she's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire fantastic and he's a serial entrepreneur a very smart cookie and now lauren everts and michael bostick are bringing you along for the ride get ready for some major realness welcome to the skinny confidential him and her aha Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. Today we have a very, very special event. It's 73 questions, but not with Lauren, with Michael Bostick, the Christian Bale lookalike himself, with Mimi. Hi. It took you, wait, hold on. It took you it took you that whole time to come up with that introduction. <laughs> that, that was subpar. Terrible, actually. That took 20 minutes to think of and write down. Oh, my God, dude. A little hungover. You're lucky we have this partition, Taylor. I honestly want to physically beat you all a lot of the time that we record <laughs> together. Really, you really irritate me. Is your mic hot? Are you, are you, it's on. It's, it's recording on. right now. You okay. feeling good? I feel horrible. I, I feel want like Google, Is my screen horse. ready? My screen's good? I was just telling Mimi, I know you did this with Lauren. I did not listen to that episode at all because I wanted to come into this with a fresh perspective. I didn't want it to sway me. I'm going to, after I list, after we do this, I'm going to go listen to that episode, see what you guys did. But I can tell you, this one's probably going to be better because I wonder if your answers will be similar. I feel like you're Taylor and I went to this concert last night and I feel like we're both a little bit slow today. You don't say you're looking like um, a weathered old saddle. Taylor's operating and thinking like he looks every day. I feel fucking horrible right now. See? I slept in my car. What? <laughs> yep. He slept in his car. I didn't even make it into the building. Taylor. We we were getting in the Uber last night. After we, we went and saw this Vlogging Molly concert. And um, honestly, guys, we're, we're all too old now to be in mosh pits and getting beat up. I just can't handle it anymore. Michael got punched in the head. And my arm. Look at my arm. Look at that. It's disgusting. Did someone grab you? I think so. I think there was Do some grabbing. Do you have grabbing. a hickey? Yeah. <laughs> I think some guy was sucking on the back of my arm in the, in the, in the mosh pit. Um, but <laughs> Taylor and I were laughing hysterically because he was so drunk. We were getting in the Uber. Shocking. Yeah, shocking. We were getting in the Uber and the, the driver got out, you know, like nice guy, opened the door for us. And Taylor started yelling at him and arguing with him, telling him like, hey, buddy, that's our Uber. Get away from the Uber. That's ours. And I was oh like, that's God. our driver. <laughs> That what are you doing, man? So embarrassing. I honestly, I don't even remember that. That's how I was definitely drunk. He was like, "Get out of here! That's ours!" Like we called that, and I was like, "That's our driver." Wow. Anyways. It's because right. I, 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 someone's once stolen my taxi before. That I think that's where that came from. Do you remember that one time that you got into an Uber pool on accident and you were like an hour late to meet us? Yeah, that's happened one time too. <laughs> you know why? Because he was probably too scared of like normal people. This is this is Taylor and Nigel. Normal people would be like, "Whoa, shit." There's somebody in my Uber that just pulled up. Sorry, called the wrong one. I will not be getting this. I got to cancel and get in another one. Nope, not Taylor. He will get in it and take a ride for an hour. He'll ride it out. Random people. Yeah, he'll ride it out. It All makes right. a good story though. So how do you how do you begin this thing? How do you do this? Do you want to just go into it? I typically just go right in. All right. First question. Wait, Did wait, hold on. That's how you're gonna go. No, that's a little bit too strong. So uh, what? So you what, told me to get right into it. What's the premise? It. The premise is we're doing 73 questions. The premise is I went through a bunch of 73 questions by Vogue, and I picked all the best ones, 
I went specifically for all the ones with Zoolander for you. I feel like they're probably applicable. Okay. And I wrote them all down and you just have to answer. That's it. See, I like They're to... short answers. Okay. They're short answers. 73 questions. Now the audience knows. Nobody's going to be blindsided. You tell stories the same way my wife does, where you just kind of no, like... No, cr- don't compare me to Crow. Crow, <laughs> when she was giving these answers, it was like... Three different answers. People, see, would you see what I'm saying? You jump to the end where people on this show, let me teach, let me tell you, let me show you how to do a story. Uh, Mimi and I, when Lauren's squawking and being annoying and complaining, we have called her, we call her Crow because crows have that squawking noise. And Very so, high pitched. Little inside joke that we have. We talked about that on Lauren's 73 questions. So the she's insiders li- will she's know. She's probably listening to this and, and squawking about it right now, crowing, or she will listen to this. Okay. She fine. won't like it. Let's get into it then. All right. Fine. 73 questions. Taylor, have Google open for me. Do not scrub. And I want yeah, that mic. Don't. don't. We got to have our references. Yeah. Speaking of Crow, too, just to, to a reference in the last episode, I told the story of how my grandpa ate Crow. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, figure it, like, literally? Physically. Well, yeah, okay. So he. Literally. Was yeah. it alive? You know did what? he go through the feathers? No, he did not. <laughs> you didn't like <laughs> scoop it up off the ground. Well, hold on. This is you need more. Context. You're acting like everyone out there just knows how to properly eat a crow. Like, where did he get this thing? Did he shoot it? Did he get it in a store? Did he like? How does he? Like, you're like he, my grandpa's not an animal. He was eating crow the right way. Yeah, like <laughs> your your grandpa fully sounds like a savage animal. Yeah. I, well, I don't know the, the reasoning behind it or why, but it was. I mean, unless it wasn't crow and he was just joking, but I'm fairly certain he wasn't. Some he wasn't a humorist. Are you man. sure he wasn't doing like giving you one of those things? back in the day you're like hey sometimes you got to eat some crow no no he was legitimately talking about literal crow grandpa no. crow isn't it is this the same grandpa that made you sit at the dinner table all night yeah that same one okay makes a lot of sense all right we're getting you know we're okay. getting we're, we're not we're the audience is probably like what the hell's going on let's get in okay did you name your first car no how did you start your day today I we woke, don't need a whole long story but i woke up feeling like i had a jackhammer in my head i was so hung over from the flogging molly concert i was bruised all over my body and I woke up to look at my wife staring down at me and just telling me I was pathetic. I feel like she had like laser today eyes. Today was an off day. Usually I get up super early and get after it. Today was, today was a bad day. It was St. Patrick's Day last night. What one person did you have on your wall in high school? This is a little out there. I bet it's something people would not guess, but it was Tupac. Really? I had a poster of Tupac on my wall. Yeah. Hmm. I you were a lots huge Tupac fan. Yeah. Like, still, huge. Well, still, not worse. Still am. The greatest of all time. Can you sing a verse? Well, mm-hmm. he's a rapper, Mimi. He doesn't sing. You don't Wait, sing. On. No, I don't sing. I know, Listen, I know my limits. I don't do that. <laughs> I have never in my whole life I even do sing, heard I Michael sing in the car. I sing in the car by myself. You do? Everybody does. You don't. Everybody does. I would love to put a camera in there and see it. What show would you make a cameo in? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Not Narcos? With your well, new glasses? Narcos would be cool, but I feel like It's Always Sunny would be way cooler. I love Okay, here's a question for the audience. Who's your favorite It's Always Sunny character? Mine? Yeah. Hmm. We've talked about the this. The main character? Like, who's the best on the show? Well, Mac's probably the best on the Wrong. show. De- well, Dennis is Dennis is probably my favorite. Mac's probably the best on the show because he goes, he does all the, like, he fully commits. That's true. But the Dennis system is, like, one of the best ever. Did you know that that's his wife who is in the dentist system with him? Wait, you're talking, you're saying he fully commits? Uh, Danny DeVito fully commits for sure. Yeah, but he's not my favorite. He's funny, though. He's got some absurd moments. They're all good. The whole cast is good. Caitlin Olsen, Mac, Bob McElhenney. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Charlie Day. Okay. What is a movie that made you cry? 
while, while you think, I, I've, got a, I've got a good one for that one. The only, I want to say it's probably the only movie that made me cry that I can remember. Actually, two. Two movies. One, Armageddon with Bruce Willis. I don't know why, but towards the end. Well, that is a sad when movie. When he kills himself or when he blows himself up, sacrifices himself, cried. And then the second one, this one, I remember I was crying so hard that I, I, I like my mom had to, and I was older too. I was, well, not old, but it was Star, what is it called? Uh, Stargate. There's a part in the end when one of the characters gets blown up. And for some reason I cried. I, I don't know why. Dude, you are have so many issues. <laughs> I don't know. I got I to gotta come back to that one. I don't really okay. cry that much in movies. Favorite album of all time. Ooh. Favorite album of all time? Probably Ride the Lightning by Metallica. If you could be a rock star, who would it be? Ooh, another good one. Maybe Axl Rose in the heyday of Guns N' Roses. Maybe, obviously everyone's going to say like someone like Mick Jagger, right? James Hetfield, Metallica, they've had a very long run. I like a lot of metal music. I feel like I wouldn't want the rock star life of like, you know, maybe the more like trendy, successful ones. It's not about like the money and the lifestyle for me. I just feel like the type of music probably there's there's probably some like a, a version of some of the heavy metal bands in the eighties. What would your spirit animal be? Ooh, maybe I've a mongoose. About this one. Maybe a really? mongoose. Yeah, mongoose. Why? I don't know. They're just badass. They can eat the shit out of snakes and go after them. I was thinking a coyote for you because I looked it up and you're a fire spirit. That's like your sign because coyotes can like handle a lot of fire, I guess. But you said this is my animal sign. Like, what would your spirit animal be? Maybe a vulture. Okay. I see that for you, too. Lauren said a crow. A crow? Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> because I told her to say that. Your go-to karaoke song. Maybe um, Down Under by Men at Work. I like that song. It's classic. Everyone can get into it. I could never imagine you doing karaoke in my entire life. Wouldn't you love to see it, though? I could never imagine you not interrupting my 73 questions. <laughs> But keep coming. Tim. When it's you're fine. not working, what is one thing you love to do? Read. Do you like sports? Yeah. I don't think that's true. I don't like team sports. Okay. I, I did them when I was a kid, played hockey. What did I do? I played soccer, hockey, football. I think I did it something else. But I like... Boxing? Um, well, that, but that's what I'm saying. I like boxing, Muay Thai. Um, I like individual sports where, you can like, where I can compete with myself. Hmm. Team sports. You're not a great tennis player. No, but I never said I was. Why'd you say that? Just, I was just thinking about it. You're really not good. I, when have you played tennis with me? I'll I beat you in heard. tennis. I bet I beat you in tennis. I doubt it. I used to take lessons. Do you have a hidden talent? I harmonica? Have many talents. Harmonica. Some say I'm an amazing lover. Oh, <laughs> I don't need to know that. What advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Be patient. Slow down, for sure. You have a lot of time. A lot of 20-year-olds get in trouble because, and we've had this conversation, you and I, where they crave the end result more than the process. And I think like that was me for a very, very long time and getting ahead of myself and thinking that I needed to do everything right away. To me, 20 year, tw 20 feels like yesterday and also forever ago. And I feel like the, you know, if you really think about my career, it's really only been 10 years, 21 to 31, 32. And if you think about how much gets done in those 10 years, like if people could understand like, how much time 10 years really is. And if you could step back and be like, okay, I'm 20 years old, or I'm graduating college and think, okay, what, what I do now is I look at guys like my role models. I'm like, okay, look at that guy. He's 40. Okay. I have 10 years to get there. Oh, look at that other guy. That's 50. I have 20 years to do that or 60. And so like, I, tr I try to kind of re really put in perspective of like what I can do in a 10 year period. And I think people should think about it like that. That's a good reminder. Cause sometimes I look at you guys and like, I want that number one piece of advice you've ever been given. Hmm. That's hard. I've been given a lot of good advice. Probably from your dad. My dad gave me a lot one. of good advice. I don't know. One, like in what, in like what aspect of life? Just like if you had to have like one tagline of the best piece of advice you've ever been given, like 
one line that you would give to everyone? I think it's going to center around integrity, right? Like my dad was somebody that, you know, basically said no matter what, like never break your word or like sacrifice your honor because the rest of the stuff, money, fortune, fame, like all that stuff comes and goes and it, and it comes and goes really, really quick. Like people don't realize like how quickly, like I wouldn't be surprised. I hope this doesn't happen, but tomorrow shit, the, the world can turn upside down on me in terms of my business relationships. Like that could happen. That's very possible. Uh, but if you keep your word and your honor and, and your respect during all that, people are going to want to gravitate to help you. If you don't, if you sacrifice those things and take shortcuts, then when those when the world turns ugly on you and it gets bad, people aren't going to rally around to help you and you're, and you're going to have a much harder time in life. So I feel like if you're a good person, if you have strong integrity, if people trust you when you're down and when you're out, people will always, always rally around you to help you. And if you don't, then nobody will and you're going to go through life miserable. Hmm. Guys, before we get into the questions... I want to talk about something that makes me very happy. We are getting a ton of DMs from individuals online in the interwebs telling us that they have been picking up new skills on one of our favorite platforms, Skillshare. I mean, I know a lot of you guys have asked me how I do my Instagram story graphics or how I make my YouTube swipe ups, and that is all because of Skillshare. And they were able to learn how to do these really cool uh, graphics that move. So if you're looking to improve your Instagram stories, I feel like you need to head over to Skillshare. Our producer, Taylor, literally Taylor, who's been regular occurrence on this show, has learned how to do After Effects, motion graphics, YouTube stuff, audio production, all through Skillshare. I myself am now taking a course on web dev, just trying to learn a little bit more stuff on Shopify. If For those of you that don't know what Skillshare is and are not familiar with the platform, you should be. It's basically the Netflix of learning online. They have over 25,000 courses online taught by individuals just like you and me. So they have design business, tech, and then they have all these really powerful, creative people teaching you how to do things, which I think is really cool. There's also 4 million students on Skillshare, which is insane. So they know how to actually teach you in an efficient way that's easy and quick so you can apply it to your own life. So also just like a note, if you're an influencer under their creative section, they have animation, film production, fine art, graphic design, illustration, music production, photography, and writing. So you can get all the skills you need in one place. I think as creators, it's so important to be constantly refining our skills and getting better and better and better as you evolve. So this is the place to do it. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering the Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners, two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. Hard to beat that. To start your two months now, that's Skillshare.com skinny. Again, go to Skillshare.com skinny. Start learning. Enjoy. What is your worst habit? Talking too much. Interrupting. Yeah. You're sure. really bad at that. Mm-hmm. Can you do an impression? Yeah, I can do lots of impressions. I can do southern accents like this where I sound and talk with a low drawl. This one's pretty good. I can do Stone Cold Steve Austin and that's the bottom line. No. I can do stuff like that. Taylor, what else can I do? I can do lots of stuff. I, can I like you do to... a range? Can you go high? High? Like a high pitch? sometimes. <laughs> That's pretty hard. Huh? That was actually impressive. Yeah, I could do weird. I could do weird shit with my voice, but I have a. I have to hear. Like if I hear somebody talking or see something, I can do it better. More of a method actor, would you say? Let's not. What's your best habit? My best habit is that I force myself to read and learn 
constantly. And I'm not saying that makes me so smart. I just, I'm in the habit of constantly seeking knowledge to that, so that, you know, it could be in anything, right? Um, I, I was telling you the other day, like, I am always somebody that likes to be very well-rounded. I'm never necessarily an expert at everything, but I have a little bit of base knowledge. Like one thing that impresses me with individuals is when you, maybe they, I don't know, maybe they're an athlete, but all of a sudden they can start speaking on like molecular science or something like that. You're like, wow, I wouldn't expect that. And so I like to have a broad range of knowledge. And I think that the habits that have enabled me to do that is constantly learning and reading and seeking out knowledge. I think that's an important trait, curiosity. Smart. What age will you let your daughter date? Oh, fuck, man. I was an animal when I was younger. Ask, you can ask your, your dad. He knows. He caught me with your with your sister very young in the closet. And if karma is a real thing, I feel like my daughter is going to give me a really, really hard time. Lauren and I's parents tried to stop us and we just did it anyway. Like that's what kids do, right? Yeah. I feel like if you say yes, then they probably do it later. I'm going to take the approach, you know, like a lot of people don't know this about me, but I've never done a hard drug in my life. Right. I think I've talked about on the show. Like I've never ever done cocaine or anything like that. My dad was, you know, a child of the, 60s and 70s so he would he would always tell me what those experiences were like so i never went through life with like the curiosity of needing to do it so i always felt like very fulfilled i have no no problem if people are doing whatever they want to do but for me i was like okay i know what that sounds like and looks like so i didn't need to seek it out i feel like with dating i'll be very upfront to say okay this is what it's going to be like this is what you can do not do and then hopefully raise a child that can make an educated decision but like i said karma's a bitch who knows like really hope i don't have some daughter that's just out giving blowies out like 12 years old you mean like how you were getting them? Yeah, I really don't like. <laughs> that really makes you uncomfortable to think about. Yeah. Okay. If you were not where you are now, what would you be doing? Hmm. That's a difficult question because I don't know. I never thought I'd be where I'm at now. Right? I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing. I don't know what that would be. I think Maybe that... commercial real estate? No, that sounds a little boring to me. I, I'm somebody that has to be constantly challenged, right? Like... This this latest venture, obviously, with this with this female focused podcast network, is is a is a brand new challenge for me. There's it's territory that hasn't necessarily been explored by a lot of people. There's not like a manual, really. I would be doing something that you probably wouldn't expect me to be doing, and that I probably wouldn't be expecting myself to be doing, right? Like, of course, investing in certain typical deals and doing you know stuff like real estate or marketing, like that's. But I would be finding other things to do as well. I don't know. Was that a humble brag? No, no, no. I just think I need something that's. I, I don't like to go into waters that have been necessarily previously explored so much. Who's your style icon? Fuck, depends which day of the week. Style icon? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I go back and forth. Like, sometimes I just want to be, you know, super casual. But sometimes, like, if I go to London or if I'm in New York or guys are dressed up, like, probably like a James Bond style icon. Like, uh, you know, like James Bond was all, like the Sean Connery days. He was always all buttoned up. He's an icon. I don't know. Like, rock stars of the 80s sometimes. I kind of go back and forth because I can't, you know, I'm not really that and I'm not really the other thing. So what advice would you give to your little siblings, a.k.a. me and Tara and Jordan and Miles? Listen to your listen to your big brother. He knows everything. Your favorite scent. My favorite scent. My wife. She smells good all the time, even when she smells bad. Turned on. Is that too I much think information that was more you? so like asking about your perfume preference, but. Oh, maybe like a, a wood scent. Like the you don't want to give it away? No, like it's like a cedar, you know, okay. if I'm being specific about like a no a, brand a, names. No, I have. Well, I wear what's the cologne I wear? But Beredo? Yeah. Beredo. How do you say that? Beredo? Beredo? No idea. 
B-Y-R-E-D-O, guys. Michael does one. this thing, though, where it's like he liked the perfume, and so then he went and he bought, like, the hand soaps, the body lotion, the body wash, the hairspray. I do the same thing. I found these pants from John Elliott that I like, and I got them in all colors. I, I, that's my That might be one of my worst habits, actually, when you, now that shopping. you ask. Shopping. If Ex- I find something excess. I like, I'll get them in all colors. Like He has, I'm not exaggerating, 40 of the exact same James Purse t-shirt. Yeah. If I find something I like, I kind of just get it in all the variations. What is your favorite food? <sighs> pretzels hot dog from disneyland those are all good from the red wagon is that what it is the disneyland the yeah. red wagon that's a corn dog don't get it remember that one day we were sitting in traffic and we we're like let's go get a corn dog yeah lauren got so pissed off well because that's not a casual detour to just detour into disneyland and but like we, get, we did it <laughs> we went in I, we you know what that was like a 500 hundred dollar corn dog because i had to get you a ticket me a ticket lauren a ticket we had to get into had to disneyland with a park and then we had to get the corn yeah she was pissed we went on one ride and left that was the most expensive corn dog i ever had worth it worth it but it's not my favorite food maybe then Italian. what is your favorite food maybe Italian. scantinelli scalinatelli yeah least favorite food mm. goat cheese I hate goat cheese. I don't care if it's good for you. I don't. If the, if somebody told me goat cheese would add four inches to my dick and make me grow off another foot, I wouldn't do it. I hate it. Hmm. Most you memorable. Eat it if, if that. Nope. Don't care. I hate it. You kidding me? I would be fucking sucking that thing down. Well, yeah. You need all the help you can get. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> what is your nerdiest quality? I've always been like a really really into comics. And Star Wars and like sci-fi stuff and games, like, you know, stuff like, like video games. Yeah. So I don't know if that's nerdy. I think that's pretty cool now. I think the way that you're a nerd is like, you don't like to go outside the box sometimes. Like what? Like, give me an example. Like, I just feel like sometimes Lauren and I are like trying to have fun and like stay at dinner a little bit later and you're like, no, let's go no, home. No, 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 I got to go to bed. No, no. Here's what happens. You guys go to the same places and have the same thing every time so it becomes routine i don't like routine that's why like everyone's like what's your morning routine what's your evening routine i have to go in and out of routine because it gets boring so it's like you and lauren like to do repetitive things yeah, yeah. You, you both go to the same fucking restaurant all the time yeah and order the same thing we like it's consistency boring. yeah okay what was your most memorable moment while podcasting oh my god we've had so many so far for me mm-hmm. i mean we've interviewed i don't want to like single any get one guest out but like for me when we got to meet and interview robert green was That's very was very say. surreal for me because i'm such a fan of his work and i'm such a fan of all of his books I've, i like you know read all of them and i never would have thought three years ago doing this that i would ever one have the pleasure of meeting him and two the pleasure of like sitting down and interviewing him and getting his like personal phone number to be able to ask him questions it's just like that was probably a highlight for me just because I never thought that we'd get there. And obviously there's been a lot of other moments forming your media, partnering with DBA, like all like signing amazing talent that we've done. But like for me, that personally was a highlight. Yeah. What was your first job? My first job? Well, I had like three in conjunction. When I was 13 years old, my dad had me go work with the landscaping company. And so I would drive around in the trucks with all the landscapers and it was really humbling because we lived in a nice area, but I would show up in like full gardening outfit and I would have to work on the homes of the guys and the girls that were a grade older than me. And they would all be out like by the pools in the summertime, like 
you know, laughing and squirting each other with squirt guns, whatever the hell they were doing. And I was in the corner, like in a gardening outfit with a rake, like pulling their weeds and off the, and off the side. But honestly, I remember finishing those, like whoever, like when you're fighting the earth as a job for anyone that's like, I, like when I pe- see people doing that, I'm like, respect. That's like some of the hardest work you do. I would come home every day covered in dirt and just flop down on the floor and pass out that one. Then I worked at McDonald's for a while, worked at a car wash for a while. But here's another side story where I found out that I could never have a job again. This is me. I could never, ever have a job. Enough times passed. No, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but we used to play me and my friend, Josh, we used to set up these home poker games and we were like 15, 14, 15 years old. We used to play poker with like all the kids in the neighborhood and he would charge an entry fee and charge like these things called blinds in poker. And he would, the house would collect the blind. So he would make money and we'd split it at the end. So I'd bring the people and we'd play. And then if you want any money, you'd stay. And so fast forward through that, I was working at McDonald's and we had fake IDs at the time because we were degenerates. And, but we used these fake IDs. There was the Indian casinos in, um, Verona. In Verona, yeah, here in, in California. And we would get out of school and sneak to the casinos and we'd play all the old drunk guys that were there in poker. And you'd show up with a $100 bill and either you'd left with nothing because you'd lose it or in the reverse case, you'd win a lot. So I remember the first day we went, I went there and won like 700 bucks. And I was like, you know, 16 years old at the time. I remember I walked into McDonald's the next day. I was like, I quit. I'm done. Because that's what I would make for like two two weeks of hard work. And so I did that. I was like, okay, I'm done with jobs. And then I would go play poker and they kept putting a little bankroll. And so I'd always go and say, okay, if I show up with a hundred, I can only lose a hundred, but I could win a lot more. So every, if I lose, I'd go home. I never would cash back in and make it. And I started making thousands and thousands of dollars in my junior and senior year of high school. And I just said, okay, like there's no going back now. Like that was the first step towards like an entrepreneurial career. Would you suggest me to go to the casino? No, but I think like it also like required a certain... Like there was something exciting about it, like going up against grown men and like gambling like that. It was like, I think there's some people that should do it and some people that shouldn't. I'm too tired. What is the most terrifying thing you've ever done? Hmm. Maybe skydiving if you consider that terrifying. Describe yourself. I know what it is. What? Talk to my wife before (laughs) 9 a.m. That is frightening. Before she's had coffee and before she's meditated there's a whole checklist of things that she needs to do in the morning before i'm able to talk to her or discuss anything with her but the thing is like i've already been up for four hours by the time this happens so i'm already like all the way turned up and that usually always backfires in my face when i don't let that routine kind of get through i am so scared of her sometimes when it's early in the morning and she hasn't meditated yet yeah i would rather like sit in the rain outside then speak to her before she's meditating i would rather fight a wolverine <laughs> yeah. describe yourself in three words i'll say intense loyal curious that's a good one that's good one misconception about you i don't know i think people think that i'm like this like guy that wants to just like you know be running around and be in the social scene and do this but like honestly if i get a moment alone like all i want i'm a, I'm a very very independent person it may not look like that sometimes because like I'm with people all the time and in this team. It's not really by choice though. Yeah. But I honestly, like my dream is that I would get a four hour, like I, I'll, I'm never going to get this in the foreseeable future, but I would have like a four hour um, window of time in the afternoon where I could just sit in one place by myself, think and read. Like I, like I'm a very calm, like independent person. I'd, and um, with your dogs. Yeah. I, yeah. I just like to just sit and relax and a lot of like, I don't need like constant stimulation or activity. Like I really appreciate being alone sometimes. Your biggest strength. 
probably my wife. That's a, that's a true answer. Hmm. Like if you can find somebody in your life where you can partner in a spe- very specific way, like Lauren really compliments things that I don't have. Sometimes like if I get, if I start to go down the rabbit hole and get like panicked or start to get a little out of control, she grounds me. She makes me take a step back a lot of the time and like look at things from a different angle. And I think like having a secret weapon like that, like when you get a counterpart in a relationship, like it can be your, your biggest strength. I mean, look at, you know, the show and what we've done with that. So, yeah. The other day she was telling you about how the Rapping other day so. she was laying in bed and she said that you came in and you had a meeting um, with like someone important that day mm-hmm. and you were wearing like a full tuxedo with cowboy boots. And she said that she just like ridiculed you for like 10 minutes and then you came back in and it changed. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and the other day I was wearing a pistachio sweater. <laughs> color sweater which i actually still think looks good and she's like no that's not gonna happen so like that's my that's what i'm saying she helps me yeah. kind of frame things out because if not i would have gone into that meeting with like maybe wearing a tux as a breakfast meeting isn't the it best it wasn't move. a fucking tux she's so, <laughs> she's so ridiculous it, there was cowboy boots which i do wear a lot but it wasn't it wasn't appropriate for this outfit Whoa. or this occasion what does family mean to you well i think it means a lot of things right like you know they always say blood's thicker than water it's true but i i think like for me, family doesn't always necessarily just need to be blood. Like there's a lot of people that I consider family that my partner Wes and I consider him like brother, like a real like Taylor, like a brother, like Taylor and I have been. He's definitely through. like a distant cousin, maybe. It depends what you know, he's <laughs> he's the he's the brother that I don't like to talk about so <laughs> frequently that we um no, I'm just kidding, Taylor. You know, we're not blood, but we've for the last ten years we've been through Yeah, we've been a through lot. Eating crow together. Yeah. I've never gone that far. <laughs> and I don't want to know a lot of what he's doing in his like in the in the private hours of the night. Um no does. But like honestly, like when, when, you, the morning. when you think about like family and brother, like I think to me, family just means people that you fully let inside your life in multiple ways. And like, you know, we have, I think it's just like anybody that you can get to that deep relationship with, like a lot of times you don't even need to say anything. It's just understood. I don't know. There's a lot of things family means to me, but like, that's a good way to put it. Very deeply love people that I can You don't have family. to explain yourself. Um, who is your biggest inspiration? Don't say your wife again. No, 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 no. It's not, she's not my biggest inspiration. I'm inspired a lot by just people who have set out and live life on their own terms. Like for me, like it's not about money or fame or platform. It's really just like being able to wake up every day and say, yeah, that today was like on my terms or like that career was on my terms or that relationship was built on my terms. I know that somewhat sounds selfish. I think it's okay for people to be selfish when it comes to living life the way they want. I think so many of us get caught up doing things because their parents think they should do it a certain way or their boyfriend or husband thinks or or girlfriend whatever um or society and for me like i really want to look like if i could look back on my life as an old dying man i want to say like okay i did that my way and when i when i read about inspiring people it's the people i'm the most inspired by are the people that like really set out to do things in a different way um and so i don't know if that's one individual i think there's a lot of individuals that kind of compile that list for me but just people that set out and kind of trailblaze and set a path on their own. Talking about influences, remember when Lauren gave that quote and then she said Ulysses S. Grant or something, or was it like Colonel Mustard or something? <laughs> no, it Colonel Mustard, but might as <laughs> well Didn't have Colonel been. Mustard or, kill Colonel, all sorry. the Indians? No, I mean, that's Custard, Colonel Custard. Oh. No, there's the book, um, you know, by there's the, the Ulysses, and it was like somebody on our show came, and I, got, I can't remember off the top of my head right now because I'm a little hazy. Came on and, and a little hungover. Yeah, I'll I'll think of it as we're going through who, who, which show that was on. But they basically gave a quote from the, the book of Ulysses, and Lauren's like, "Wow, Ulysses S. Grant said that," and, and it was not Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> okay, what is your favorite cocktail? I would say I like the classics, either a margarita, old fashioned, or like if I have it my way, most of the time it's like just a straight whiskey with um maybe ice or no ice. Yeah, I'm, I'm very simple. I can't have a lot of sweets in my cocktails. Um, oh, you know what's really good though? 
a Ramos gin fizz when you're hungover. You ever know what that is? No. Sounds nice. A little bit of gin, a little bit of a egg white shaken up. Little, um, I think it's like egg whites, rose water, rose water, or orange. That sounds fruity. Um, you shake it really; hot. it tastes like a cloud. Yeah. You have to make one for me. Yeah. You always are saying that you're this like connoisseur of alcohol, and you have all this stuff at your house to make these fancy cocktails, but you've never made me anything. Well, that's because you know what I was saying. Like, I have to be I have a, st- a strong knowledge base. So, like, I, there was a long period of time where I had to learn how to make proper cocktails. Right? And I so remember I, that. Yeah. So I, and I actually can ask Taylor. Like, yeah, there was a period in down San Diego, not at his most recent house, but the one previously, where he'd make a lot of drinks. He actually got me into it too, like simple syrups, and he would go bitters. full board, everything. But you have to know, for me, like you have to know how to make like a proper Manhattan. I could do that. You have to know how to make a proper martini. You have to know the, the, how to do that margarita. You have to know how to do an old-fashioned, a Sazerac. Or you just have to have someone who knows how to make it like you. Like, why do I have to learn when you know how to do it? Well, that's what I'm saying. But I need to know how to make these cocktails just because I, I feel like you have to have a base. Like, I don't know how to get into like, all these craft drinks. Or have with you who knows how to do it. Yeah. But, you, but for me, it was more like learning like proper measurements and how to balance a cocktail. Like, if you could do that. Speaking of his old house, that's where I discovered your biggest secret ever. Ooh. I don't know if I should air it on the podcast. You might as well air it. We can, what is it? <laughs> I remember you were growing a beard and like it had a red hint to it (laughs) your beard was red and you started to just tell people i was like your beard's not red anymore you're like i know it just started growing darker and then i went to your house it's a little embarrassing well (laughs) there was beard dye on the counter there was um what is it just for men and it was like brown well because what happened is like the beard hair for some reason started like turning red and then my wife was just not having so much fun of you as you sit there with your dyed pink hair, how dare you? It's how, cool. How dare you? No, it, it was so red. No, 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 no. It wasn't that It was red. like literal um, Ron from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ron Weasley. No, it wasn't. It was not that red. It was It was just like red specks. You were really insane. We're going to have to share it. that picture of me with my beard. Yeah. Okay, moving on. What did you want to be when you grew up? You know, it's funny. People always ask me this, like my, and I think I've talked about it in this podcast, my example of like, you know, you, you, for me, it was like my dad and I would just see him come home every day, like either from like, he was in real estate for a long time from construction sites or from meetings. And he used to take me to meetings very, very early on. The rule was at the time, like, you know, if I was eight, nine or 10 or 11 or like young, I would just, sit, he just said, listen, you can come to all these meetings. You just sit there and listen and just watch the way people meet and watch the way people talk. It was really beneficial to me because, um, I think it taught me very early on to watch, I, I was fortunate enough he would, like to sit and, and watch all these meetings and watch confident men and women talk business. And so for me, like I always, when I think about what I wanted to be when I was a kid, it wasn't like an astronaut. It was like I wanted to be a businessman. I, at the time, I didn't know what that looked like. Um, but it enabled me to be in a position now like where I'm very, I, I learned a lot of lessons very early on watching those types of meetings. I think there's a certain cadence and watching uh, adults speak like that and see how those meetings are conducted. And I always looked at it as like, okay, well, if that's how it's done, like, why can't I just do that? And and, and now I do. Hmm. I always looked at your mom when I was growing up because she would wear these like amazing suits. And I'm like, I want to wear suits like her when I'm she older. She still works her ass off. Yeah. Good for her. Um, Good for you, mom. Yeah. Who is one person alive or dead who you'd want to go to coffee with? You're so interested in so many different people. Oh my God. It's, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, well, I, would, I would love to go with Arnold, um, He's so smart. but I'm trying to think of somebody who's dead that I would really want to go with. Hemingway would be rad to go with. He's just lived like a crazy life, a writer. Julius Caesar. You know who I'd really want to go Aiming with? High. Genghis Khan. 
Really? Yeah, because that guy was a straight savage. That yeah. a, lot, a lot of people don't know this. The Mongolian Empire was the largest land empire at the time. Like they had the most. They took over almost all of Asia. They pretty much did. And they started invading into Russia and all sorts of places. So he was, and he did it. You know, he was. What does that say about you? Well, sometimes I just, you're a little Napoleon esque. Well, Napoleon would be cool to go to, to dinner with too. You know I, these people that are just like did these like when you think about. I mean like, Napoleon because you're short, but continue. I I get I I knew you were going there. I just want to acknowledge it. <laughs> what is the next vacation you're taking? Oh, I don't like to ruin surprises. I really want to go to Charleston. Never okay. been, and I heard it's amazing. We have some friends over there, and so I want to go there. I don't know if that's like a vacation or just a spot. Cabo, gonna go to Cabo. A lot. I got to go down there. Cabo is one of the best places on the planet, and it's so close. I I you could. Take Hawaii all day long. I don't want it. I'm going to Cabo. Funniest thing your dad has ever done. Well, he told me he's never thrown up in his entire life. and I, was I believe like, it. What the hell is that about? <laughs> what kind of person's never thrown up in their entire life? Your dad. That's kind of funny. Yeah, um, absolutely. I tell everyone about that. The guy, my, my dad's funny all the time. He's got... He's wh- funny when he's just sitting there. He's one of those guys that's like, him and my wife have a lot in common. They're like always the loudest Twins. people in the room. Sometimes people will think they're rude because they're so loud and like unaware of like what's going on. But it's like it's always from the best intentions. They just don't really they just they just don't have I I call it like they give zero fucks in public settings. They just scream and do what they want. And I think that's I'm attracted to that. He's like one of my top 10 favorite people. The first app you open in the morning. It's probably at this point, it's I think it's probably like Headspace. That's like the first thing I try to like we've talked about in the show. I try to do to not go into email. Definitely don't go into social media. Like don't do that first thing in the morning. Uh, and it's, so it's probably like something like headspace or a Spotify. Cause I'll go and like play some relaxing music or something. Best fast food restaurant. I think it's like McDonald's McDonald's. If you're being consistent, but like if you're going for taste and like, what's the best probably in and out. I know a lot of people say Shake Shack. I don't think I'm so. I'm team Shake Shack. I don't think so. I think that's just East coasters who don't have the access to in and out. They don't get it. Maybe. I've never had Shake Shack. Actually. Oh my God, it's so good. I get it like three times a week. Kenzie, the, the host of the show, I Love You So Much, just brought me Chick-fil-A. Which oh yeah, really Chick-fil-A. Good. I heard that's good. Have you not had it? I, I've only eaten it, I want to say three times and I just kept ordering the same thing. When I was in high school, we used to always go there. What is your coffee order? Black. Either iced black coffee or black coffee. What is something you always travel with? I have to have this little charger that has like four little USB plugs in it. Because my wife always takes my, my charger, so I have four cords, so I can plug it into one wall and get, you know, I could charge iPad, I could charge phone, I could charge her phone, I could charge other stuff like that. Is that the one with the adapters for the different international and, things? And cash, and cash. I always travel okay. with cash. You never know. Listen, a lot of people are like, oh, that motherfucker's got cash, now we're going to rob him. Don't do that. I will roundhouse kick you. But... Sometimes Lauren and I sneak a couple dollars. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it. But <laughs> you don't want to be stuck in a situation like, yeah, credit card, this and that. When we're traveling, have a little bit of cash. we go for it. Yeah cash little cash not a lot but just you know enough yeah what was the biggest moment in your career this far you know i I talk about this a lot i'm like a dog chasing a car right like i always use that analogy like if i caught it i wouldn't know what to do with it so every time i have a milestone moment i feel like i don't i need to do a better job at celebrating and taking a a step back like wow that was really great well like at first i thought it was like oh wow we launched jetbed then it was like oh we're like getting this client but then then it was oh you know like uh the podcast and it was like dear media it's like i think for me I don't necessarily celebrate. I don't look at them as milestones. I just like constantly need to feel like I'm progressing. Um, and I should probably do a better job at celebrating. But there's been a lot of big moments. I think probably in the last 
year, Dear Media, for sure. But I'm constantly like wowed and amazed by just the podcast and not even on the success of like on a financial side, but just like the level of conversations and people we get to meet and the audience we get to connect with. I'm all extremely grateful for that. Like I would stop everything, but I would never stop doing this show because I th- just think like the connections we made with, with the audience and the conversations that Lauren going to have are too interesting. Do you have a pickup line? <laughs> Me now? <laughs> My pickup line? Listen, it's been 10 years. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I would be the worst. I'd be like, I'd be like, do we, do we buy dinner? And then do we do the dance or what are we doing here? Like, do do I go out four times, three times? Like I have zero game at this point. My game is so bad. It's been so long that I can't even remember a time. Like I can't even remember what I did used to say. If anything, it'd be terrible. I would love to see it. It would be, I mean, it would be interesting. I, I wouldn't even know what to do. I look, you know, I, I try to give relationship advice on the show, but dating advice, I have no dating advice. I don't know what to do. G- guys, if you're listening, I don't know how to pick up a girl. You know what? I'd probably be like, hey, my ex-wife's the skinny confidential. <laughs> yeah. That'd be my line. I'd be like, that's her. I did okay with her for a while and she seemed to like it and kept me around for a while. It didn't work out, you know, and um, on to other. that pastures. would be my line. I'd probably share a couple maybe posts of her in it, you know, do something like that. I'd be like, listen, this hot chick was into it for a while and maybe you might be too. Maybe not. I bet that would be a good line. If I was a dating app, my, my Tinder profile would just be, say the skinny confidentials X. And I feel like I'd get some swipes. Yeah. Not because I, of me. People would go, yeah, he's got a good resume. Yeah. Not because of me. They'd just be like, oh, well, Taylor she's knows. like, she's legit. And she saw something like it, it wouldn't even, I feel like the, the women wouldn't even care about me. They would just mostly care about her and be like, okay, like, he might have a chance because he did They would care right. about your height, which is not the best. I'm fucking 5'10", okay? <laughs> That's not that bad. What's your most used emoji? Um, probably the 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 rock symbol, you know, the two like the yeah. devil horns. I like that one. The best gift you've ever received. Oh my God, I hate receiving gifts. I hate it. Don't ever get me gifts. You know that. Don't yeah. Me gifts. You know He's why? He's not a big gift guy. Because I feel like if somebody gives me a gift, I got to one up them. Mm-hmm. I got to get them a better gift. And so it's this never ending insecure cycle. I don't know what happened to me as a child. Um, what's a what really good. What happened to you? What's a really good gift? Hmm. I don't know. See, oh, I had um, maybe the scrapbook that Lauren made you when you were little. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> For sure. What about the boudoir book she gave you for your wedding? Oh, that was good. She made this book with all these naked pictures of her. That was good. Um, yeah, that's the best gift. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Don't give me gifts, anyone. Don't don't send me anything. Nothing. I don't want it. Yeah, he just wants to be left un- alone. I get very uncomfortable. I appreciate it when everyone does it. Like, I want everyone to know it. I appreciate it, but I just get very uncomfortable with the act of receiving a gift. Would you rather it be sent in the mail? Because your birthday is next week. I don't want anything for my birthday. Mimi, do not tell people how old I am on this podcast. I'm 32. He's 32. Yeah. Okay, here's a good one. Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? (laughs) (laughs) One hundred duck-sized horses. Well, I feel like, hmm, do they have the abilities of a duck or a horse? Like it's like it's like a full like power of a horse. See, I like these questions. These are more these are more fun for me. These are more your speed. Um, I would rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses because I feel like I could kick them and imagine them. the giant well duck. and because think about it they're on four legs and their legs would be small and so i could just kind of like step on them and squish them and like crush their, oh, bo- their like little Pixie bones and Boone. oh my god now i feel terrible <laughs> 
that is morbid to think about. <laughs> right. But imagine, but if you fight a fucking duck the size of a horse, dude. A duck is somewhat large. Like their beak would just. Yeah, oh but my also, God. we. I can't even fight a horse-sized horse. <laughs> We know. So, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. know, it doesn't matter if it's. No, I, 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 yeah, a hundred duck-sized horses for sure. Not because Taylor's right. Like I can't even fight a, a normal-sized horse, nor would I want to. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, what's your first move if you fight a horse? <laughs> like, like, what, what do, you, do you go for the neck? I do guess. You punch it in the eye. No, you, you can't attack it from the rear because it the does the kick thing. Dude, have you ever seen like a, a serious like horse like a like an i saw unbroken, you ride a horse once like an and it was the horse. most like uncoordinated thing i've ever seen i know my, my sisters can all ride horses I, i'm not i never got that so you're not gifted what was the last book you finished i just reread guy Jin, which is a book by james clavell he wrote also wrote shogun taipan and noble house that one um good to great by i think it's jim collins if not like taylor we have to link correctly or mimi link correctly whoever does that now okay um there's another one called the last or the first tycoon or the no it's the first tycoon and it's a it's a biography by Cor, about cornelius vanderbilt that was really interesting i can't remember the author we have to link that but yeah those are the ones okay i try to read I, I've, I've done a post on this i try to read a fiction a non-fiction and a biography at the same time because sometimes you know like um fictions they kind of keep me you know you can go to sleep to them biographies sometimes are, are hard and you have to like really they're, they're big and meaty and then um non-fiction sometimes they can be a little dry so i need to disconnect from them a little bit and then come back to it if you could solve a mystery what would it be hmm. i would like to solve the mystery of why my la- my wife is so fucking late all the time i've never been able to solve that or crack the case actually you know what? i would just so- like to solve the mystery of women in general i don't think ever men have ever been able to crack that case also the nice. reason it's it's an anomaly is she shows up super late to everything and then she's mad at you. Yeah. And then she's mad at you. Like, we've got to hurry. Come on. We can't be doing this. I'm thinking you were the one that showed up late. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely mind boggling. Bouncing off that. What is Lauren's worst habit? Late being <laughs> not on time for sure. It's not cute anymore. Lauren, I know you're listening. It's not cute anymore. Okay. Quit. We only have two more questions. The best vacation you've ever taken. The best vacation. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, there was a vacation that I did people are going to think it's with Lauren. It's not. There was a vacation I did when I was 14 years old with my dad and he rented a car or bought a car. I don't remember what he did in Europe. And we drove all around together from Germany to Italy to France. I think through Switzerland at one point and I was 14 and it was like a real bonding moment. Father and son. It was like the first time I had ever really like, drinking any alcohol properly but like you know dr- properly drinking wine in like an actual restaurant and like learning how to not be an idiot while doing that um just going to museums because at 14 you're not, we're not we weren't going to clubs and parties it's like it was very like a, a very cultural trip and it opened my eyes to the to the possibilities of the world and it got me very very interested in his, history and learning and new cultures and just travel in general and it was just like a really special moment for my dad and me to bond so i think like that was probably the best vacation that that i ever got to take and if i ever am fortunate enough to have a son or a daughter i would do something similar like that where you know right before they're at the age where they can kind of run around on their own you take them and just kind of show them the rest of the world i, I think anybody that has um, the benefit of being able to travel. It doesn't have to be some extravagant trip or some luxury trip should do it because it broadens your eyes to the world around you. And I think it, you're doing yourself a disservice by not getting out there and seeing the rest of the world and seeing um, what different cultures look like and how different people live in different parts of the world. And so it's, it's really important to do. What would your superpower be? 
Probably time travel. That's what I said. Yeah, for sure. Time travel. That's the best one. Because you could go back and I could meet all the people that I previously wanted to meet or see. And I can like actually go see with my eyes. And obviously you can study history and reading books, but like going back and seeing it and also going forward. You know, I don't know if I'd be that as interested in going forward. Yeah. Which is funny because it's interesting because I don't think about the past ever in my own life. Like I, there's, and there's a, there's like a, a screensaver I keep on my computer by Seneca. And it's like two things must be therefore rooted out once for all. It's like the fear of, um, future suffering and the recollection of past suffering since the former concerns me not yet. And the latter concern does not concern me anymore. I, th- I think I probably just butchered that, but it's like that. That sounds generally right. Yeah. Well, so I try not to think about the past. Like I really, in my own life, don't think about the past at all. I think it's counterproductive. You don't do memory lane. No, I don't do memory lane. I'm not like, remember that time. It's actually one of my biggest pet peeves when you Same. see somebody from a long time, they're like, Hey, remember when we did all that? And it's like, okay. And then I don't, I try, I do this too much. I think about the future too much. Um, but in my, if I could time travel, I would do the reverse. I'd go to the past more and I probably wouldn't go to the future as much. It might be interesting to be like, oh, maybe if I like, you can like see the next Uber coming, maybe invest in it. But at the same, that's not yeah. that. In- but I think if you know the outcome, it's not as interesting because then you're just like rigging the system. It's more interesting to go back. Would you rather fight like Mike Tyson or talk like him for the rest of your life? What do you mean? That's the easiest <laughs> thing ever. Fight. Oh, fight him. Yeah. Oh, fight him. Yeah. Oh, fuck that dude. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Wait, Mike Tyson is a bad man. He's a really good podcast right now, too. Um, and he's like, you know, what's funny. He's really like change and he doesn't want anything to do with fighting at all. So I feel like now he wouldn't even try like he wouldn't want to fight me. Even if I tried, he'd like probably like talk me out of it. Um, fuck, man. Talk like him. The, I would probably have to fight him. Imagine talking like him. That I, would be so funny. I'd probably have to fight him and regret. I like. I, I say that very hesitantly because I'm. I that would not end up well for me. But I, I don't think I could do the talking like that forever. Would you rather be really, really hairy everywhere or be bald? <laughs> we all know how much you care about your hairline. Oh my god! I got the weirdest small shaped head ever. <laughs> it sucks. My fucking head sucks. If I didn't have this hair, I would look like a freak. Listen, you would look some, so strange. Like some guys, like really look good bald. Like you know, you look at like Jeff Bezos. Like he's good. Like you look at like The Rock. Like they, they're good. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like he's fine. Oh, but I think I would look like a freak. Now I'm staring at your head. It might be time for some more Botox. Yeah, Mimi, just <laughs> wait, okay? You fucking how do you? Twenty one? Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. Things are great. So what's um, your answer? Uh, I, I, th- I don't, I don't think I could be hairy everywhere. I think like, I think about like sweating everywhere. Oh, I think I'd have to go bald and just get like a, like rock a really sick toupee. <laughs> no, you would, would wear I, a toupee? I don't know. I think I'd, or maybe like a hat. Yeah. I don't know. I've never had that issue, but I feel like, you know, some guys it's not a big deal. Like Bruce Willis, like no big deal. Like, like iconic for me. I don't think so. I think I'd have to, but Ooh. at the same time, I don't think I could be hairy everywhere. It sounds very uncomfortable. Would you rather always get stuck in traffic like literally every time you're on your way to work it takes like an hour Mm -hmm. or always have really really slow internet connection uh traffic for sure i hate when i if my if my i almost you don't you never had to deal with this when you were a kid we used to have to tailor remember we used to dial in and the phone be like and it would like take forever and then like if somebody like if grandpa got on the line it would like disconnect your connection and you'd be like grandpa get the fuck off the phone i'm on the internet and then um we had to deal with that, like web page is not loading and I cannot go back to those days. Like now if something doesn't load immediately, I always opt in for the most expensive internet because I, I can't stand going slow. I got to go quick. Would you rather have your most embarrassing moment captured and put on social media or face your greatest fear? 
well, like me finding your beard cream. Well, first of all, <laughs> the embarrassing moments are put on social media every day by my wife. So that's already happening. Um, so that. Would you rather be a foot and a half taller or, or no, would you rather be a foot and a half shorter or a foot in general? <laughs> Wait, what? Why would I want to be a foot in general? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why? No, you know what? I so I, 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 wait, I have I have the option of being one foot tall, or <laughs> what would my other said, or or four foot. Or, let's be real, it? three eight. No, I, I'm five ten. I'll fucking stand on anything that anyone wants you to. Um, so that's a no to the foot in general. I would not want to be a foot tall. Like, what the fuck am I going to do there? You'd be so small. Imagine like there's what no, you could I don't jump think up even, on. I don't think there's, that's even humanly possible. No, it's, I mean, we, we dress you like a baby. You'd wear onesies. No, I would not <laughs> want to do that. I'd probably just have to be like four foot something. That's fine. Michael, you'd be three foot something. Fuck you. No, I'm not. <laughs> you'd be able to have really good social media presence. Like you'd, it's easy, so you'd, you'd be, be so like famous. the smallest man in the world. Easily. Like oh, wow. 50, what a, what a 50. great trade off. <laughs> <laughs> You're one foot tall, but you have all the fame and all the money. Yeah, great. Perfect. <laughs> Your wife could carry you around in her handbag. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she'd love that. Would you rather fight Mike Tyson or have to live with 10 Lawrence? What, what kind of stupid question is that? Of course I would <laughs> want to, I would rather live with 10 Lawrence. I could have a 11 some every night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you like sister wives? Why would I? I don't want to fight Mike Tyson unless <laughs> it's like the last thing in the world that I have to do. Like, fuck that. I think I should have picked more like scenario ones. You're right. But this is for people to get to know you and they didn't know these other things before. Well, hopefully they know me a little bit more now. Guys, thank you for listening to this show. Uh, if you like these type of episodes, let us know. Mimi, you're managing a lot of the social now, right? You see I a am. lot of the inbound. So Mimi will see it and she can help structure some shows. Maybe Lauren and I could do a version of like what ifs one time. That'd be kind of That'd fun. That'd be good. Um, Taylor, thank you for chiming in as usual. Looking forward to you going home and having a nice crow dinner. Uh, <laughs> guys. I hope you don't sleep in your car tonight. I was just saying, I'm looking forward to sleeping in a bed. We will be back next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Follow me on Instagram. Oh, you're pimping the audience for Instagram? <laughs> Mimi Evarts with two S's. Give her a little follow, guys. She's out there. She's getting, she's getting, she's trying to get herself going out there. What do you, what do you, I put lots of funny stuff about Michael on my story. So be sure to tune in. Now, Taylor, we're going to edit that out now because you can't put anything about me on there. Yes. Have you not seen my stories recently? Fine. Everybody, give her a little follow. She's desperate for yeah, it. Yeah, I think I've hit my cap of followers. I don't think I'm ever getting any more. Aww. Um, well, I'm open. So yeah. come at me. Later, guys. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning space offering more than 20,000 courses online. I am currently using the platform to learn a multitude of services. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering the Skinny Confidential him and her listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. Hard to beat that. To start your two months now, that's Skillshare.com slash skinny. Again, go to skillshare.com slash skinny. Start learning. Enjoy.